The New Marketing Show is brought to you by Trinity Web Media. TrinityWebMedia.com. Trinity Web Media solves business problems with intelligent web development and digital marketing. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The New Marketing Show, the marketing podcast where we talk about how effective digital marketing and web development solve business problems. Joined, as always, after our week off from last week, we didn't record a live one last week, but joined, as always, with Trinity Web Media co-founder, co-host of the show, Kevin Everly. Kevin, how are you? Greg, how you doing today? Fantastic. I'm doing well. It looks like a spring has sprung here a little bit here in, uh, in the East Coast, so that's always a nice bonus, but uh, everything's going well. How about yourself? Good. Things are good. You know, weather's warming up. Birds are starting to wake me up at 5.30 in the morning. It sounds like spring's here. Right. And I guess what's the big news that we have about Trinity Web Media is we were named Hunterdon County's Best Web Designer of 2019. So Very exciting. Pretty exciting. That's Congratulations to everybody you know, involved you know, who helped make Trinity who they are. You know, Trinity is way more than just you and I. So uh, that's pretty exciting, you know, f- definitely for sure. So... Today, I thought that, you know, we could discuss reputation management and branding and sort of what that means to a brand and sort of, you know, just some key simple tools for you to go ahead and manage that and make sure that you're always painting your brand in the best light. So what do you think of that conversation? I love it. I think it's super important, especially in a day and age where each individual represents the brand that they work for or working to build. So it's not only just a brand's presence, it's also your personal presence. Yeah, and you, you know what I've always found interesting when it comes to like brand brand management and and pers- especially personal branding and online reputation is a lot of times like you know it used to be you would know all these personalities who work who would work for big companies and you'd see their Twitter accounts and say tweets are my own tweets are my own and do not represent the thought of big company X Y Z and I always thought that that was such an interesting thing because it's like. Yeah, I understand that those thoughts are your own and they don't represent what the company stands for. But on some level, don't you think that it actually does represent what the company stands for if you are an integral part of that brand and building that company? You know what I mean? I I always found it interesting. Yeah, I don't think that disclaimer truly applies. While you may want to put some sort of, you know, layers of, you know, between yourself and a brand, I don't know that that really happens anymore. Yeah, because I think that, you know, you you know, I'm a big believer of while you are not your job, you know, and there's more that that makes up your, your life and people versus just what you do. Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, you are your brand and you are the way that you handle yourself, the way that you represent yourself in the office, out of the office at conferences at networking events is still a representation of yes, both you and also of the company who you associate with. Yeah. And I mean, and that goes even one step further to the network who interacts with you. You are who you hang out with and you who you choose to do business with. So not only are you now, you know, representing your brand, but your your network also does. Yeah. I, you know, John Lee Dumas at EO Fire always has a quote, you know, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I think that that is so true. And it's like, even like, you know, Digital neighborhoods, you know, let's call them digital neighborhoods or lack of what else you call, you know, who are you interacting with the most? Are you interacting with trolls? Are you interacting with people who 
just start shit for this, for their own amusement? Are you interacting with other people who are trying to be positive and trying to bring a solution to bigger causes and bigger situations? You, you know, it's just like, like that tells a whole lot. So what happens in your mind how, how when your company, your brand or, or whatever kind of takes a hit because somebody is either – you know, somebody is either maybe complaining about your product, service, and brand online. You know, when it comes to Yelp and all these other like squawking forums. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it, it, internet real estate is cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, anybody with a, an email address can have their own voice, which would makes you know the publishing of your own voice so interesting and so great. But just because you can do something doesn't mean you should always do something. So there are there are. There are instances when, you know, there are reviews that are put out there that are less than flattering and also less than 100% honest. True. You know, so how do you like to go about handling some of those situations should they arise for brands that we work with? Sure. So whether it's, you know, dealing with it on the behalf of our company or a client, the first thing I always do is remember how easy it is to get a review when things go sideways and how hard it is to garner a five-star review when things go absolutely perfect because that's what you're promising your client. You know, you're you're promising your client a certain experience. So it's hard for them to say, oh yeah, they did everything right. It's really easy to go, you know, to the microphone and a soapbox when things go sideways. Yeah. And like, if you look at some of the reviews, you know, like, you know, Yelp is, you know, Yelp is like, I don't know. Aunt Bourdain said something, you know, like, like the, uh, the elite Yelper, like that's such an oxymoron. <laughs> like that's, there's no, like that's the biggest garbage digger, yeah. you know, of the internet pretty much, <clears throat> you know, but at the same time, like a lot of people put a lot of credence in what other people say sure. when it comes to that. So there's, there are some situations where you don't know all the facts. Mm-hmm. You don't know everything that happened, you don't know, you know, everybody's entitled to a bad day, a bad moment, a bad hour, a bad minute. You know, you don't know how you interacted with that brand. You know, what, is this the exception? Is this Mm -hmm. the rule? The other thing that I always like to do when I see negative Yelp reviews is I like to look at that user and see who else did they review? What other kind of reviews? Some people just like, love the complaint. Some people just love the complaint. If they are in the habit of only leaving one star reviews, but never going the other way and giving five star re- reviews when something goes well. Yeah. I throw that stuff out right. Well, away. I mean, they're using their they're using the ability to review another brand as a weapon at that point, and that's just a terrible personal practice, in my opinion. Yeah, totally. So on the other side of things, you know, everybody remembers, especially it was close to me when I lived in Arizona, the Amy's Baking Company. Oh boy, Yelp debacle. Mm-hmm. You know, and the person who actually wrote the original. Yelp review that's kicked all that off is a good friend of one of uh, the new marketing show's early guests, Chris Lee. Okay. They're actually very, very good friends. And I think that what Amy's Baking Company did was give you the exact playbook of what not to do. Sure. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like we talk about Jay, Jay Bears, Hug Your Haters, and how Embrace Them, try to take the conversation offline. Mm-hmm. The last thing you can do is is like like what they did, what Amy's Baking Company did, and trying to spar with somebody back and forth in the digital landscape because you just end up looking like a jerk. Well, I mean, it, and anybody who watched that episode, they treated cl- the customers in the review section exactly how they treated them in the restaurant. There was no brand disconnect there. 
No, there, there wasn't. And, you know, you're, you're referring to now the kitchen nightmares. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. Episode yeah, yeah. That went, that, that went because of the Yelp mm-hmm. reviews and all of that, which actually I made a cameo on. <laughs> I was in the restaurant. I was in the restaurant dining pre Gordon Ramsay when they were filming. Yep. So, uh, but I mean, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Like every once in a while I'll get a random tweet like, Hey Greg, I just saw you on kitchen nightmares. I'm like, yeah, that was like six years ago. <laughs> but, but you, you know, it's one of those things where they gave you the exact playbook. Yep what not to do. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to get defensive and, you know, try to justify a story. I I think that's the wrong way. I think as a business owner, you have to kind of fall on the sword a little bit and their experience is still their experience. If they're taking the time to complain or, you know, negatively say something, you know, that's their perception. So that's their reality, you know? Yeah. And it it goes a lot to like how we solve problems, you know, acknowledge it, empathize, Mm -hmm. You know, find a solution, set the expectation, and then deliver on sure. that. If you can do that, I mean, like, I, I think that, you know, a lot of online banter and online reviews and online branding can be solved by that, you know, especially like on Twitter, you know, some people just want to rant and rave mm-hmm. because they want to rant and rave and it's going to make them feel better, Have make them feel like their Twitter fingers are all powerful. That's going to mm-hmm. happen. You know what I mean? There's no doubt in their mind. Invite that person to have a true dialogue via email, via phone, and actually see what the root of the problem is. Then I think you can do a lot then to sort of solve the problem, Mm -hmm. maybe turn that person into a fan of your brand. Or also, you know, what you're able to do is you're at least able to quiet them down. Well, and I think more importantly, you can identify possible gaps in your own process that, you know, may... You, you might be able to correct and, you know, actually take some grain of that feedback and make your brand better. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, some of the things that I've done myself, my personal branding is, you know, I, I don't want to say I'm a censored person, but I'm not so reactionary as maybe as I once was, you know, with, you know, Twitter following that's growing and with all, everything else that grows and keeps getting bigger. You know, I, I don't think I'm a censored person, but at the same time, like I'm not as loose with what I say and what I put out there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm way more protective of my personal brand 10 years into yeah. things than I was in the very beginning because I didn't understand the power of it. And I mean, <clears> it know, took 10 years to cultivate that, you know, that account. You can burn it in 10 seconds. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, you could totally burn, burn it down with no problem. Yeah. Or... You can allow other people to burn it down sure. too by who you who you're associating with. I think that you know, uh, you know, my rule of thumb when it comes to like posting on social and things like that to protect my own personal brand is I don't, I wouldn't post anything out there that my mother would be embarrassed <laughs> of, and that's sort of like how I do it. And that sounds silly and that sounds real simple, but really it is really that simple. Like that's how I go about censoring myself mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, instead of. You know, I'll still say the same things, but maybe I'll just say it with a little bit more mm-hmm. tact. And like, uh, I don't care if you think that that's not being authentic or, you, you know, or it's not being transparent or this or that. Like, I, I don't give a shit what you think about that. You know what I mean? The, the thing is, is that I think that that's actually just showing tact mm-hmm. and, you know, where you're not going to go ahead and, you know, blast something, you know, it shows yep. tact and maturity. It, it, you know, it's like a, a digital maturity you know, if you look at it that way. And I mean, I think people need to start looking as their own, like you're the CEO of your own personal brand. Right. 
you know, and I think that's really the way you have to operate is, you know, you're the, you might be the one man, you know, one man, one woman show and the only person, but you're the CEO, you know, nothing, yeah. no one's going to step in and fix things if you misstep, especially when you're trying to, you know, cultivate business relationships and let people who you know for business reasons on social. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's a great point. You are the CEO and the founder of your own personal brand and you need to act accordingly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you know, the brands that I've built and the brands that I've been associated with, they look way differently two years in versus day one Mm -hmm. and five years in versus year two. And it's just an ever, it's just a growing thing. So what are some of your, give me one good tip for online reputation management. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about reviews for a second. I think positive, negative, there's something to take away from every review and at least responding to, to thank somebody for taking the time to leave your review and the opportunity to either celebrate or win or make your business better. You know, they, you know, just, just respond. Yeah. And so much happens, you know, so much can happen when there's an open dialogue, Mm -hmm. you know, a dialogue meaning two people communicating and talking versus just one person pushing out tons of stuff. Now, you know, there are a lot of instances when, you know, somebody will leave reviews and they just don't, they just don't give a shit anymore. They just don't want to be a part of their brand. They don't want to be a part of that company that they're reviewing. They're over Mm -hmm. it. That's fine. But at the same time, like, I think it says a lot how both parties handle it. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, if they handle it with grace and they handle it with tact, I think that that goes a long way to say, to, you know, what, the ethos of that company is exactly how they they're made up and what makes the DNA of that organization. I agree. You know, I, I think that if I had one personal branding, you know, online reputation management tip would be, uh, know your surroundings when you're in public events, Mm -hmm. definitely know your surroundings. Uh, A lot of people love to post photos and they, not everybody has the most, uh, again, tact or, uh, they don't really know what's good and what's not, what's compromising. So understand your surroundings. You know, that's a little bit of reputation management right there in, in person. The other thing is just be true to who you are. And just because, you know, you might moderate what you're saying a little bit, it doesn't mean that you're not being true. Just, you know, have a line, stand for something. And then from there, you know, the best thing to do is, you know, be open-minded if you can be open-minded and you can go ahead and understand that not everybody's going to see everything in the same manner, but it doesn't mean that it's up for debate. It doesn't mean that it needs to be a bigger thing. You know, I think that that also goes a long, long way in the public's eye. So mm-hmm. this has been a good, this has been a good episode. I think that we should do more talk about the online reputation management and reviews. I know that we've done a couple of things in the past, but I think that this is something that we can really dive into deeper as <clears throat> You know, as we navigate the landscape and as we, you know, open this up to our audience to pay more attention to things. So anything, you have anything in wrapping up? No, I think, I think we nailed it all, man. Excellent. Well, thanks everybody for checking out another episode of the new marketing show. You can listen to the new marketing show on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts. Uh, If you can, Hit subscribe, give us a rate review. We love that stuff and we'll keep making podcasts for you. So Kevin, thanks for your time. Greg, thank you. And thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you later.